Welcome back, everyone, to Tyrant But Deadly, episode 8. Last time you guys left off, you made your way out of Rossler's tomb, found out, as you did, that you were, or technically be the episode before, found out you were in the, in the Gravelands, or not the Gravelands, the Plaguelands, Gravelands is something else, and you got visited by some psychopomps who sent you in to visit your former neighbors in the town and convince them that they were dead because, well, your literal whole town died overnight in a single incident. So you went into town, started talking to some people, eventually found the mayor. They told you that you had to convince the council and specifically Arbella Tharmethion that they were dead. And since she couldn't do it, she wanted you to also go speak with the children. Well, you made it to Arbella first, who was speaking with her ancestor. And just to clarify a point that came up, people and stuff here are not technically incorporeal. Because he had an ability that made him incorporeal and all that. They're corporeal-ish, I guess. Something along those lines. But yeah, nothing here is just like, it's not just a bunch of ghosts. They look weird sometimes and all that, but they're not ghosties. Still a bad idea to try to attack them, though. You're the one who wanted to stab one of them, Kate. I did not. Yeah, you did. You totally... Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. And then someone decided to piss off said phantom. Was it me? By calling him a a liar. Kevin. To his face. Was it me? Gonna be a liar pants. No, that was not you. That one was Mike. And you fought said phantom. We did. Danny Phantom? No, his name was Garrett. You killed the phantom, or re- Killed the phantom? Something along those lines. And you saw Arbella's face, like, clear up after that had happened. Did bad acne? No, no. <laughs> she is way older than acne at this point. And dead. But I believe that is where we left off, with Ghost Dead and her face clearing up, and you guys needing to convince her she's dead, and uh, go from there. So... Go team. You you do realize that was a ghost, right, Arbella? He was coming to visit me. Have you seen him before? Does he visit you often? No. Oh. Just, I'm just saying, I mean, I when I was living, I was never able to see ghosts. Um, Now that I'm not living anymore, I was able to see that one. You look alive to me. Um, I mean, lively. We're alive. Do I look alive, Arbella? I mean, your eyes don't, but they haven't in at least 20 years. <laughs> so that checks out, actually. I'm not 20, but since I've, since I've known her. Arbella, we, uh, we've come on this journey, and the journey's over. I have no idea what you're talking about. You were born yesterday. The, the real thing is, is well, that... I know she's dead, your journey, what are you talking about a journey for? Your journey is about to begin. Just don't stop believing, okay? On. Your journey needs to start. You're stuck here. And you need That's to move fun. on, because you're dead. I'm sorry to say it, but you're dead. Alright, so I'm going to need a diplomacy check. You guys can all try to make one if you spoke to her. You can try aiding someone else if you want. You need a 20 to aid, and it gets you a plus one. God. <laughs> yeah, so aiding's was, a lot um, different here. So I was on the 20, and then it rolled off. To the 2? To the 2. I mean, I'm just going to try, because I don't think I'm going to be able to eat or, or succeed anyway. I don't think that's going to pass. Yeah, no, no, I don't no, know no. your diplomacy is, but it's I don't a think one. 
Oh. Yeah. I think mine might be the one as well. I'm very low. 17. There's a flat roll. I don't have diplomacy. I also got a 17, but it wasn't a flat roll. <laughs> Alright, so Kippa, listen to you. She seems to, for some reason, to be really focused on the whole the whole journey aspect that you were talking about. She, everything else just kind of like seems a blur. She's really... She focuses in when you say journey. She's trying to figure out what the hell you're talking about. But you two managed to convince her. Because we're the straw dogs. Straw dogs. <laughs> Wrong <laughs> fucking show. Doesn't matter. We're the straw dogs no matter where we are. It's a, it's a post show for this show. For the show. Yeah. So it counts. What, what was it? What was it for? Post <laughs> show. Yeah. For not, this yeah, show. For this yeah. show. So it's like it's an extension of this show, which makes this show like that show, Straw Dogs. Actually, you guys just... Hashtag straw dogs. Tag, you guys just managed to pass, by the way. It looks like she's still on the verge of not believing you, but finally finally acquiesces and is persuaded. And she and the other three members of the council that are there all finally agree that they are dead. And then Arbella insists that the job of informing the townspeople falls to the mayor. Because that's what the mayor should do. Shows you that they will head back and meet up with the mayor and discuss the situation with her. Nice. Do do you guys know where the children are? Haven't seen them. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Janet, do you know who would have seen the children? No. Is Been the here. area like a... I'm not asking in character. I'm asking you as a GM and me as Organa who grew up living here. Is there a place that the kids usually hang out like while they were alive? Give me a uh, society, we'll, we'll call it, I guess. 22? They used to play around an old oak tree. Okay. I'll, uh... I know that oak tree. That's weird, because I didn't say anything about it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Telepathy. In old age, she learned how to read minds. <laughs> Rosvin, um, you asked about the kids? I, I did, yes. Oh, I'm, I might know where they are, if you'd like to follow me. I, I would like to follow you. I, I think, didn't the mayor say we needed to uh, talk to the children first before she would get the meeting? Didn't I just tell you I'm trying to... You know what? Just follow me. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Let's let's go. Morgana, where are you taking him? Are you not listening? Sigh. Where where do you think the kids are? Where they usually are, At of the course. Oak tree? By the old oak tree, yeah. Yeah, of course. I remember I'll go when to we where used I to... know the oak tree to be to be. I'm not saying that it's there because obviously this is the. It sounds a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. I follow Organa. I follow, shaking my head at these two. What two? Why are you? Them. Those two. Why yeah. are you shaking your head? Because Organa He's told following. you. Yeah, that'd be behind you. <laughs> I mean, I'll sigh. I'll like get like. Hmm. Yes, you hear what sounds like a oscillating fan because the the sigh goes to both of your ears like separately. Is that what? <laughs> Stereo. All right, so we're going. Stop crowd, Organa. <laughs> you don't care anymore. Oh, yes. No, no, it's just like eh, whatever. I mean, I was I don't talking. Care he, he was fine when he when he didn't yeah, see the when head he shaking, didn't see it. But when I give him the you know, give him the trigger to do it, oh, he doesn't no, care you were, oh okay, yeah, forget. And then I even said something. Right. Don't need to. We're good. Just pass over. Yeah, let's yeah, let's just do that. I think that's just the right oh, thing to do. Yeah, you're like Organa floating and you know speaking yeah. from Phrasma from her mouth. Yeah, let's uh, just pass over. Just it. Forget about it. Never happened. Spoilers. Happens in the future. Yeah. 
yet in mm, the past. Yeah. Tough crowd, Organa. I didn't tell a joke. Uh, <laughs> just saying, like, how many times you repeat yourself and they still don't know what you're talking about? I I only took... I asked him to follow me once and he followed me. I, he asked where you were going after you told him where you were going. Nope. No, he didn't. Yeah. Yeah, he did. But I, <laughs> but I didn't ask her where we were going. I said I followed her. You said, where are we going? I started following her. There you did. Head into the oak tree. So after walking for really an undetermined amount of time, as you can never really tell, you do find most of the children all playing together around a massive dead oak tree tied with ribbons and unusually vibrant flowers. There is a large crow with white tips on its feathers watching over them. As you get closer, some of the children recognize you, especially Kipler, and they run over and crowd around. Kipler, Kipler! What what happened? Your 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 light broke. Turn it on. Turn it on. Kids. Um. Then a few of them start going. Turn it on. 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 Kids, 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 kids. No, turn it on. He's the jerk. Turn it on. Come on. Kids. Um. Sometimes in life. You have to turn it off. It's, it's already off. Just turn it on. Um, well, you know how, like, life and death go hand in hand? Turn it on! How about I tell you the story? Oh, I like stories. Is this going to take a while? <laughs> Is it a journey? Are we going on a journey right now? I know you guys love my stories, but I'll make this one short. You're dead. <laughs> I was like, I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. You're dead. You're dead. (laughs) Sorry. I had to. (laughs) I know my stories are long. This one's short. You're dead. You're dead. Um, Does the crow, like, is it watching? You said it's watching over them, like guarding them? Or like, like a, like a, like a, like a guardian, um, maybe being spiritually motivated by something else? Potentially. So, I'm not sure exactly what happened, but we're going to use this as a, as a way. <laughs> uh, everyone, everyone here has, Oops. has died. No, that book is old. That's not the story. Everyone here has died. Oh, we know that's silly. Oh. The lady told us. Which lady? There was a, a, a woman with a beautiful voice. Can you talk to us through her pet bird? Is that her pet bird up there? The, the crow there? Yeah. Oh. I'll, uh... as, as the children are speaking, the, the, lar- the large crow with the white wingtips lands atop one of the children's heads and opens its beak. A lyrical voice ushers forth with a curious lilting accent. Ah, oh, newcomers, you must be the curiosities I heard tell of. I am McTina, and I cordially welcome you to the Boneyard and Eternity. Do not fret about your unusual condition. I shall be with you shortly to correct this horrible error and help you on your way to the final rest you have earned. So you're going to kill us? Absolutely, little ones. Something sent you to the land of the dead, yes, and so you need to be properly dead before you can move on. Send us back to the land of the living, yes? No, absolutely not. 
You must accept your fate and find your peace. Well, calm down now. Traipsing back and forth would disrupt the entire system. Just relax, find a happy memory, and I will help you shed that fear soon. We're not going back and forth, we're just going back. We already went forth. Yeah. My happy memory is when Organa said, eat it pussy to Kazuma. We're, tr- we're trying not to. I threw a rock him. at him, too. And threw a rock at him. It was really cool. Well, hold on to that little one. I don't think I want to do that because I don't want to die. I know, my children. Change is always frightening, but I will make it soft and swift like a mother's kiss. You feel only love. You ain't kissing me. Yeah, I'ma head out. Um, we we have some unfinished business. So if if the kids know that they're dead, why aren't they passing on? Why are they still here? Well, I have not made my way there yet to help them pass through. Uh, there was a situation that I had to deal with here, but I will be there shortly. What is here? A boneyard. What's the situation? That is not for you to worry about, my child. You have your own death to worry about. We're not dead. That's why we have our death to worry about. Don't worry, I will fix you up properly as soon as I am able to. With that, the bird's mouth closes. Bird just kind of like hops around a bit and looks at you. Alright, I I don't know about you guys, but I I don't I don't know if I want to die. I know I want it. I don't. Kipler does. Yeah, Kipler sorry. does. No, I don't want to die. Kipler, maybe you should talk to the bird, and the bird can make you die. I don't think the bird's gonna talk anymore. No. Well, here's the problem: is we need we need to help the kids, but they understand that they're not passing. So. So let's help them pass. How's that supposed to <laughs> Young younglings, come here. Wow. That's fucked up. Is that an Anakin reference? Yeah, that was I absolutely an was. Anakin reference. That's, so. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Damn, bro. That's cold. So I I think if we can't help them pass because of this bird thing, I think oh, maybe bird. we should, huh? I said you're a bird. I'm not a bird. I think we should maybe talk to the mayor and and see if we can gather the townsfolk. Aren't they already doing that? Yeah, but we have to talk to them and have them understand that they're dead. Aren't, aren't the mayor and the councilman doing that? I don't know. Isn't that where our just went? Was to they tell the mayor that... Them, and then we have to tell them. The mayor was the one that should be telling them, from what I heard. Never mind you notice the uh, the bird takes off and starts flapping away and then just, like, fades from sight. That's pretty neat. That was pretty cool. I don't really think threatening to kill us is, is cool, but... Yeah. I mean, he's... It, he, it, it's just doing what it's supposed to do. It, it would be like us judging you for doing whatever you do. It's just a part of what, what his its creation is, is about. It's why it's here. Well, it's all part of life. Stay far away from him, or at least me anyway. Can't blame him. You have a way of words, huh? I try. I'm learning them. He was with one yesterday. It's a lot of vocabulary that weren't. He's not wrong. But these kids, maybe maybe there's something we can do. Speaking of the kids, uh, a lot of them are like gathered around you, Kipler, like trying to give you hugs. How tall are you? Are you tall at all? Four feet? Uh, five two, I think. Tall fucking no, right? 
Yeah, that is really tall for a gnome. Yeah. <laughs> Three two. Three foot two. That's what All it right. is. My bad. As they're hugging you, one of the kids actually reaches up and touches your halo, and it lights up, and it just like, it's on, it's on, yay! Go to hell. You're already there. No, not yet. Well, There's a boneyard. One of, in between. one of the places it leads could be hell. We know where that kid's going. <laughs> Yikes. Kipler, how did they do that? How did they make you have a halo of light? They touched the halo that was on top of her head. No, no, I know, but, but, how how did you did, how did they do that? Were you always able to do that, Kipler? Well, the 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 kids literally said turn it on as soon as they saw her. Yeah, so no, I, I think I I know. It's, I don't think it's a new thing that she's able to do. You have learned. Are you, you're upset that she didn't do that in that dark ass tomb? Is that is that we getting at? I mean, I was able to see because I can see. Well, you could just dark, say, you could but... just say what you're thinking. <laughs> you're you're absolutely right, Kipler. Why the hell didn't you turn that on when we were in the dark? That's better. <laughs> <laughs> didn't feel like it. You know, it would have made it a little bit easier, right? Yeah, not all of us can see in the dark. Yeah, that's right. One might say you left me in the dark. One might. So we're, we're in, a, in a position now because the mayor is taking care of the rest of the town. and We're here and that bird is gone. And these kids aren't leaving. So what do we do? We can go find the mayor if you want. You can go find the mayor? Yeah, we've lived here for a while, not just a day. <coughs> we know our way around town. Younglings. Uh, how come you all seem to be so much more aware than all the adults? Because the crow told them they're dead. Yeah, but I mean, we told the people they were dead and they didn't believe us. How many times do you see a crow speaking? Kids are more impressionable. That's true, too. Younglings, I think it might be a good idea for you to go see the mayor. Okay, we're older than you, but okay. I mean, technically, yes. But come, children. They got you. <laughs> my soul is so much older, I think. Your shoes are new. Are you leading them back to there? Yes, sir. Come, children. Some, Follow like, the They're light. holding your hands. Some of them are grabbing onto your cloak. Cloak. Yeah, sure. You're such a negative bitch. The kids love you. They're too young to understand. So you guys see the kids heading off with Kipler, and and then you hear a loud screech, and I'm gonna need initiatives from you. You're good, Kate. You're uh, you're you're taking the kids to safety. <laughs> uh, seventeen. Seventeen is Kevin's initiative. Clay. Eighteen. Eighteen. Mike. Ten. Jesus. Yeah. So anyway, you hear this screech, and lo and behold, it's the uh, the crow flying down from above, invisibility broken, as he is making an attack on Mike with a spell. Did say he was coming back. Uh, Mike, I am going to need a will save from you. Where's my high save? Hey, Screecher, will leave those kids alone. Save? Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. How's will your high... Oh, because you're a paladin. Will and fortitude. Will and fortitude, my, my good save. <clears throat> I'm debating the hero point. Depends on the number, man. It's 15. Mm, that's up to you. I got two of them. What, it's a will save? Will's usually pretty important. Yeah. If it was a reflex, it'd just be some damage, but will, will's usually bad stuff. That's worse. That's much worse. Oh. That's a natty one. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crit failure! <laughs> Wow. So Mike, that escalated quickly. You uh, crit fail on a nice little spell known as Phantom Pain. Illusory Pain racks the target, dealing mental damage and persistent mental damage. Fuck. Oh, crap. Hmm. All right, Mike, that's four mental damage. 
That, is that every mental score? Or that's just right, like regular it's just damage. damage. Oh. It's a damage type. Oh, okay. Also, Mike, you are sickened two because you critically failed. That is a status penalty equal to two on all your checks and DCs, which include a, a DC or that your AC and all that. You cannot willingly ingest anything. You can spend an action retching to attempt a fortitude save against the DC of the sickening effect. Although this is a mental effect, so you're not really trying to vomit it up, but you just kind of like just try to shake in your head to clear your head type deal is basically what it would be on this case. Alright, so Phantom Pain is two actions. It did that, and it sees Mike get wrecked by it. I think Kevin was one shit-talking it most after Mike. I just asked a question. I didn't I didn't shit-talk it. I was just asking questions. I, I just you, said I didn't want to die. McTeen like, was not too happy with what you had to say. All right, no, I mean, so, you do you. You're the GM. You make it attack me if you want, but, like, uh, I wasn't shit-talking. So, Kevin, as it does that, it turns its eyes to you and just kind of bores into you. You get this, like, gnawing feeling of distress and impending doom, and I'm going to need a will save from you as well. Sick. That's my lowest. <laughs> uh, that'll be a 21. Oh, that is a success. You are sickened one for one round. And that makes it Clay's turn. The bird is still about 30 feet in the air above you. Doesn't matter to me. Think I give a damn? So yeah, Kate, you uh, heard this. Turned around, saw the bird appear in the sky. As it shrieked, it did this thing. Fucking Cosma just fucking started like holding on to his head in severe pain. And then it turned its head and like stared directly at... Rosvin and he started getting all like <laughs> also but not too bad but not 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 too bad <laughs> not too bad but just, He's just like a little dry heave like like <laughs> I uh, will inspire courage and I will send a phantom pain back at the bird so that'll be a will save that's a 13 on the will that will fail uh, six mental damage and two persistent the persistent is rolled on the turn End of creature's turn. And that makes it Kevin's turn. I, um, I'm going to hunt prey. And do I get a recall knowledge on it? You do now, because you have Monster Hunter. I'm also going to look at it and be like, I told... I didn't want to... Uh, whatever. That is a critical success on your Monster Hunt, Kevin. Nice. Um, I... I'm guessing... What's that? Well, there's... Because there's more. Hold on. Whatever you say, I'm going to relay, relay to my partners. You get a plus one on your next attack. So this is known as a witch crow. It's a witch crow. Yes, it is a witch crow. They are magical animals. They have the ability to cast spells. And they also have magical attacks with their beak. Now, do you want to share what that uh, critical success does? Yes. Uh, if, if With Monster Hunter, I get a recall knowledge for free. If I critically succeed... I tell you guys basically the weak spots that I find or know about the animal or creature, and you guys get a plus one circumstance bonus to uh, your next attack roll. That was my first action. Uh, my second action, I'm going to take my bow out, and I'm going to... That's two actions to use. No, it's one action to use hunt, uh, hunted shot. So I'm going to use... But it gets you shot. two shots? It gets me two shots. So, so you'll that. be down to four hours after the shot. Yes. Oh, I know. I'm going to use a hero point. Hmm. On that one. That is better. Uh, that is going to be a 19 to hit. A 19 will hit. And then I'm going to roll a second attack. That is going to... Because it's all together. So, uh, the second attack... Is there a thing where they stack for damage reduction? Yeah. Also a 19. Now, did you take your second penalty on those? So, 18 and 18. So, they'll both miss. Well, we know the number. 
So you fire both arrows. You see them like, you know, the wings go up. One goes under. The wings go down. The wings go. The arrow goes right over. Son of a. Fuck. That would be the end of your turn. So your sickened goes away. Mike's. And that makes it Mike's turn. So how far away is he from me? Thirty feet in the air. Oh, true. I can't really do anything. Uh, can I try and fight off that, that sickness first one? I can make an action for that. Yep. Are you allowed to try more than one for turn if you fail? It takes an action, yeah. 14 in the first one? 14 fails. Yeah, try again. Nat 20. First time he tries, like, getting rub. He tries rubbing his headache away. He punches himself in the head the first time. It's like, oh, that didn't help at all. <laughs> Who put my head there? Uh, Nat 20 will reduce your value by one. Oh, no, that is a critical success, yeah. No longer thickened. Nice. What action left? He's 30 feet in the air. Mm-hmm. Can't hit him with a sword or anything. There's not like hold action anymore, right, or anything, or like, because that's like a reaction. Well, there's delay, but I mean, that basically that just stops your whole turn, yeah. I was more like something like he comes in melee range and I smoke him. Or there something. is readying an action, but it takes two actions to ready a single action. It basically gives you a reaction. Yeah. And you don't have, you don't have two actions left. Yeah. I mean, I'll look into it after, but if you want to do that, I'll say you can, like, take cover to basically get a defensive stance with your weapon, and it'll give you cover, which is a plus two circumstance bonus to your AC and such. Cool. Do that one. Reflex saves against area effects and that, so. So, Mike, you have the persistent mental damage. You take two, and I will need a flat uh, d20 roll from you. 19. 19 succeeds. You are no longer taking persistent mental damage. Sweet. Okay, so bird's turn. Witch Crow is dive-bombing you, Mike, so he's coming at you hard. And he is going to be attacking you with his beak. But anyway, I rolled a 19 on the dice. That's a 29 with the attack with the beak. Oh, yeah, bud. Is that a critical ice? Oh, yeah, bud. Okay, so here comes some heavy damage. Oh, not heavy at all, really. 13 piercing damage. And... Oh, wait. It's not a crit because of the plus two. You gave me. You gave me a plus two to my AC. Cover? Yeah. Oh, it's not a crit. Really? Yeah. I'd be at a 21. Oh shit, look at that. So, it would be 7 damage. And it is going to use its last action to beak you again. He's going to beak me up, right? And that's going to miss, because you just told me what your AC was. (laughs) That makes it Clay's turn. No, it doesn't. 3 persistent damage to the crow. So, it does not succeed on its persistent damage. So, that stays. It is still your turn, though, Clay. Oh, right. Better not be one of those things where, like, this... uh, Continue damage is the thing that does the most damage to it. It seems like it could be. <laughs> it's already nine. I mean, not that it continued isn't nine, but from that spell, he took nine damage. Um, I'm going to inspire courage again. Yeah, I'll inspire courage. I will cast forbidding ward on Kazuma and the crow, and that'll be my turn. Kevin, I'm going to uh, use hunted shot again. Try to. Down to two arrows. Oh, here comes a hero point. Damn, that's two. That's two hero points. Because as you pointed out in uh, episode one of Menaces, you don't keep your arrows anymore. You don't even. You don't keep half of them even. That's uh, twenty-one for the first. Seventeen. is not gonna do it. The first one hit though, so five damage. Um, I'm going to. Fuck it. I'm gonna shoot at him again. This will be a single shot. And uh, that was a seventeen on the die. With since I'm flurrying, it. Cuts my penalty down, so instead. But you are using your third penalty. Yeah, yeah, it is my third shot, and that makes it a twenty. I know, a nineteen. A nineteen will hit. Yeah. 
for one point of damage. (laughs) 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 Big damage numbers here. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least I wasn't the only one to do damage to it. Free action, I'm going to drop my bow, and then I'm going to pull out my shield. And that brings us to Mike. So if he was beat me, then he would be in melee striking distance? Yeah. 27. 28? Nope. Is this your first attack against it? So you get a plus one because I told you its weaknesses? Yeah, I had a plus two. 27 hits. Uh, you guys do notice some of the kids are like watching and like, Yeah, 12 is not going to hit. No, 12 damage. Second attack? 18. 18 is not going to do it? Nope. Done? Yeah. And you fought off your damage last round? Yep, it did. So that makes it my turn again. Mike, he's going to screech in your face again. Gonna need that save again. He's dropping another phantom pain on you. This is the will? Oh, yeah. 20? A 20 will succeed. That's a 22, actually. Sorry. 23. What's the number, Mike? 23. That's still a success, not a critical success. So you will take the initial damage, but you do not take persistent damage. That will be five mental damage. And with its last action, it is going to beak you. That's an 18 on the die for a 28. Yeah. And is that a crit because you don't have cover anymore? No. Might still be enough to down you, but you've taken a decent chunk of damage. I'm in double digits. Oh. Not by much. Well, I can do double digits, not by much. Well, then he might drop me. And I just did max damage. Oh, I'm probably down. Which is double digits. 11. I'm not down. Play, roll. Know it. That's a 13 on the check, which does not succeed. That is four persistent damage. The crow grabs its head somehow. I <laughs> uh, see what had happened was is some of his screech bounced back off of your shield. Oh, shield. So it kind of like bounced back in his head a little bit and hurt him. Clay, you're up. I'll uh I'll cast Daze on it this time. We'll save? Yep. 18. That does pass. So it's one damage. And I will also inspire courage. That makes it Kevin's turn. Cool. Um, I am going to pull out my short sword. That's one action, and then I'm gonna attack it once. First one is going to be a 19. 19 will hit. 19. And that is for four piercing damage. Five. Four. My second attack is uh, not going to be as successful. Definitely misses it's, it's, Yeah, it's, it's either yes or no. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's not going to hit that. It's <laughs> like, a good point. Attack rolls aren't really stages of success like yeah. throw with saves. Well, I guess technically there is because there is a crit success. That's my turn. Mike? I'll attack him. 25. 25 will hit. 14 damage. And the witch crow goes down. A couple of the kids start cheering. Yay! One of the kids actually runs up to you, Mike, and... Cosma, Cosma, you got your butt kicked real bad. Here, take this. Uh, he hands you a small rock. Thank you. <laughs> what is this? Oh, I, I stole it from the bird. Oh. And then he runs away. Any of you guys know what this is? Uh, can I see it? Yeah. I'm going to hand it to him as he goes I inspect the rock. But it wasn't a rock. It's gray. It's gray. All right, cool. It looks like a rock. I don't know much about stuff. It's a rock. I don't know if there's anything special about it, because I was born yesterday. But I know it looks like a rock, so I'm going to go with it's a rock. Then why did you ask to see it? Because I thought maybe... Why don't you go see if Kipler knows if it's magic? That's a good idea. 
Kipler. This guy. Kipler. I mean, he asked if we could see it. He asked if we could see it. I have the rock. It's fine. I'll I'll take it. Kipler, can you look at this rock? I like how the elf who has free detect magic is telling people to go elsewhere to get their magic detected. (laughs) They don't know I can do that. (laughs) But you do. Well, Cosmo, there's there's a chance Cosmo and Kipler might. They've been living with you for a long time. Living with me or living in the same town? Living in the same town. You guys know each other, so. Doesn't mean they've seen me detect magic. Suppose not. Not that you have read aura anyway, but. Which I don't know if you do. Definitely don't. Yeah. Not wasting a spell on that. Not that it's really a waste, but I'm not wasting a spell on that. One of the kids, one of the younglings gave uh, Cosmo. Yeah, you have to catch up there because she's already. Takes about she, 20 seconds. She started going. She saw the thing and she's like, and oh, you know, let's. Doesn't have a very long. Wait. Make sure the kids Sorry. get to safety. I wait until I catch up to her. Okay, you catch up to her. <laughs> Kipler. Uh, one of the kids gave me. Me. Nope. <laughs> Cosma. This rock and said it was from that that bird. Can you look at it? And... Cosma got beat up by a bird. <laughs> Co- yeah. Also, Cosma got <laughs> beat up by a bird. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you might have gotten the last hit on it, but I feel like Organa did a lot of damage to it with her mind stuff. Well, pretty sure I did the majority of it. Nope. Actually, yeah, you did. You hit it twice, right? I think more than that. You hit it more than the one time that more than the last time, then you did more damage because I believe I did 14 and you did 14 with your last one. So, well, technically, he he did two with his last attack. Okay, so well, I did 14 at least. Kipler, can you look at this rock? What am I looking at? It's a rock. Yeah. But it's from that crow, and I can you see if there's anything special about it, like you did with the wand I gave you? Yeah, whatever. Redora? Yeah. So you're walking as you do that, when it goes by. You do find that it does have a magical resonance to it. Jay. Yeah. I, I run back and grab my bow. With my one arrow? Oh man, I gotta go back to the land of the it's dead. Like, man, to get I my need bow. some more arrows. Oh my god, my bow! So it's rock, huh? Well, I don't know if she's just gonna tell you it's magic or if she's gonna actually wants to try to find out what it is. No, I wanna try to find out. So as you search it out, you realize that there's. Almost no magic left in this. Okay. It is a dull gray Aeon stone. Usually, if a stone gets to this point, it's the result of someone overusing one of the other Aeon stones. It still has enough latent magical ability to orbit someone's head like any other Aeon stone, but beyond that, it kind of only serves as like a stylish hands-free option for spells that target an object, like a continual flame or a light spell or something like that. Okay. I tell Rosvin. Well, Rosvin ran away as soon as he handed it to you so he could go get his bow. <laughs> hey, can you look at this? See ya. <laughs> Bye. I would head back. Peace, peace bitch. <laughs> I would head back, because, you know, I'm interested in the rock. I, I'm back. I had to grab my bow. Did you hit puberty, too? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so what was the rock? Aeon stone. What does that mean? Info. Okay, I'll, I'll take it back then. Info. Oh. Go back to Cosmo. It's a rock. It's just a rock? Just a rock. Can I have it? I'm collecting things. So he ran up to Kipler. You see him run back. He doesn't say anything. He grabs his bow, runs up there again, and then runs all the way back to you. 
go get my cardio. To tell you that it's just a rock. What would it be if I think he's lying? Deception. Technically, Kevin is the one doing the lie, so he'd have to roll deception against your perception DC. Nine. Yeah, you failed. Hard. Okay. Oh my, that sounds like a critical failure. My, no, my, my, his perception is bad. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Five. Oh, okay. How would you even crit fail that? Like, I mean, I was born yesterday. I don't know how to lie. I'm just like, it's a rock. Yeah, for some reason, you decided to try. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I want to keep the rock. I, the collect, rock I, collect, I collect things. Yeah, that's not true. What is it really? Oh, okay. So, Kipler said it's an Aeon Stone, but it doesn't do anything. Did you say it doesn't do anything? I did not. He said she, said she shared the information with you. That it doesn't have enough power to really do much except float around your head. Yeah, it, and be a target for a stylish target for a per, uh, object spell. Kepler said it was an Aeon Stone, and that just means that it it's magical, but it doesn't have enough magic to do anything but float around your head. That time, I'm, it's the truth. I I promise. But I, can I still have it? Because it's cool. Do I know he's telling the truth now? Yeah, I'm telling the truth. So yeah. I know you are, but. I don't know if I... I mean, since he's not technically lying, now you would roll perception against his deception DC, but he's not lying, which is 10. 21. Yeah, I'm not lying. <laughs> I do actually want it. Well, I meant the... That's I, what I know. Does, okay. yeah. But I, I've been collecting some cool stuff that I found. I have this broken shield. And I just would like... Once you're collecting, you're taking everything we found. That's more... I Yeah. So can I have it? I don't know, I don't really don't appreciate lying. I mean, I don't have any use for it, but... Yeah, yeah, but can I have it? You stop lying. I will try. Not try. <laughs> you will stop. I will stop trying to lie. I will. I, I might lie sometimes on accident, but I'll try That's, to there, stop There is purposely. no accidentally lying. Okay, I promise you that I will not lie anymore to you. How about just not at all? See, I have to put... <laughs> Well, you want him to lie about his promise? Like that? Like he's trying to avoid lying about the promise. I'm just. Do you want me to say for everyone and lie to you right now? I'm being honest. I might, at a certain point in time, lie to somebody else. And that is okay, I think. No, <laughs> you promise not to lie to any of us. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I promise that I will not lie to anyone in this group. And does that mean I get to keep the stone? You keep your promise, yeah. Yes. Shake on it. Not whatever that is. <laughs> Isn't that what that means? No. No, it's not. I shook, by the way, for anyone. <laughs> so so we, we shake on it, and I get the stone. And I, I don't know how I activate it. I just throw it up in the air. You toss it up. It goes. It comes down. And it just, like, starts floating around your head, rotating around your head. Orbiting, one might say. Morgana, do you see this? Look yeah, up. you have your own gravitational pull. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stone, and it floats. Yep. Hey, um, I I think we should. What you guys can't see anymore is Kipler and the children. I I think we should catch up to Kipler. That's probably a good idea. Shouldn't take too long. You can't hear me. Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> That's why I didn't say anything. <laughs> Organa, if you ever need to borrow a stone, I have one readily available. Why would I need a stone? <laughs> to throw at Kazuma. I'd use some healing. I'm not throwing a magic stone. No. Oh. Okay, so we should probably... It wouldn't even hit him. It would just stop when it got close to him and start orbiting him. <laughs> it's like, eat! Eat pussy. <laughs> well, I, I think we should... I think we should go 
to the mayor. I think that's where Kipler's going. I, I don't know where she's going. I'm just going to go the way that she was going, and hopefully I'll catch her. They were headed back toward town area. Head that way. Cosma did ask for healing, just throwing that out there. The, didn't hear him, but... Yeah, I didn't hear him either. Yeah, um, he, he definitely asked for healing. I mean, I'm at one, so it would be nice. Out of 30. I definitely didn't hear him. I mean, right, I can um, heal myself for a whole six, but I need 10 minutes. I, I'll, yeah, I'll pull out my healer's tools, and uh, I will try to use uh, medicine for this. Nat 20. That will be 4d8s for a critical success on treat wounds. 11. 11? 11. On 4d8. <laughs> yep. 11. Are you the way that you are? I'm trash. Apparently. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm in a rush and I tried my best, but it just, I don't know. Bird pecks. Never saw them before. Don't know how to fix them. So as you guys make your way back to town, were you waiting for the 10 minutes heal or did you just no, keep going? No, I just kept going. <laughs> okay. So by the time you two get back to town, the rest of them have already gathered. The mayor has gathered everyone together. So meet up, you notice them in a large clearing surrounded by dead sycamores. Pretty much everyone seems to have been waiting on you guys, wondering if you guys were okay, if everything was fine. And you guys saunter on in 10 minutes after everybody else. No rush. It is a... If his healing took 10 minutes, am I able to pray during that time? Yeah. Three tokens? I'll do that then. And then touch yourself also? Yeah. Oh, hello. Were you guys waiting for us? We were. But now that you're here, uh, we can move on. People of Rossler's Coffer sit and murmur uncomfortably, but a look of placid acceptance begins to spread as the mayor goes along with her speech, informing the townsfolk that without knowing what has happened, she does know that they have all died some sort of massive tragedy that took out everyone in the town except for you four. One by one, the figures in the audience begin to exude a warm glow. As her own light slowly brightens, Mayor Grive turns back to speak. I suppose, at least, there will still be someone on the other side who still remembers us. Just please, promise me that you'll find out what happened to us when you get back, and that you'll go to the capital and tell them what killed the people of Rossler's Coffer. I promise, if I find out. Yeah, I'm curious to know myself. If I'm not dead by then. Yeah, I'd like to find out for myself, so. If I'm not joining you by then. And as people start fading and glowing and everything and just start accepting their fate, the last thing she says is, I really thought you were going to choose to join us. <laughs> and fades out. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Kimber's like, guys, I'm out. <laughs> And that's what we're going to call this episode, and we are done with part two, guys. Part two is Part two is really short, yeah. <laughs> See you guys next time. Bye. Later. Tyrant But Deadly is a production of Called Shots Entertainment. Pathfinder and the Pathfinder Adventure Paths are property of Paizo Inc. Music by Dark Fantasy Studio. You can visit our website at calledshotsentertainment.com, where you can also find links to our various social media pages and production outlets. You can also stop by our Discord. We'd love to chat. If you like what you hear, please consider sharing us with your friends and sharing a rating wherever it is you listen to podcasts.